Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Episode 159. And I yelled out a little loud and it blew out the speaker. Oh, well, today, me and my me and myself and I and my co-host, yes, there's three of me, Mysterious Mike Talent. You like the Mysterious Back Mike? Yeah, I think I like it. My name is Matt Hinshaw from Magic 99.1 with Lisa Live and Local in the mornings on Monday. Today we're reviewing a movie that did not do well at the box office. It only made... $33 million on opening weekend, and that is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, or as of today, which is a Monday, they have changed the name of the film because they think that's the reason why nobody went and saw it, to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Did they really? They changed the name? They changed the name today. Wow, I didn't see that. That's interesting. Uh, the, the the name is going to fix it? I It's going to make people go, I guess. I don't know. Uh, according to uh, Slash Film, a blogging uh, news film podcasting website that I, I like to frequent uh, put out a story today about that, that they think that's going to fix the people going to the film. So I don't know. All the film movie posters is basically Harley Quinn front and center so how would you not know but yeah whatever so mike how are things uh pretty good man pretty good just uh been busy lot lots of things going on yeah you were you you ready to talk about this fantabulous movie i am ready to talk about this fantabulous movie man uh do you want to emancipate it or do you want to talk about the uh uh oscars first because you know we got to talk about the oscars or do you want to save that you know what let's go back to your structure no 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 we'll save the oscars for the end mike all right all right we'll save the oscars for the end we'll save the oscars for the end because people don't like it when we you know don't do our structure and don't follow and get off topic drastically talking about star wars i mean mike why are you so obsessed with star wars you really got to cut it out I know this is this has a key uh, Star Wars figure in it, Matt, who's starring in uh, a new show that may or may not ever get released. Fair enough, fair enough. According to him, it's going to get released. They're just rewriting some stuff, and we discussed this on last pod, or was it the pod before? I think it was last pod. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was last pod. Anyways, all right, Mike. So uh, let's do it. Give us the rundown for Harley Quinn: Birds of Prey. Okay, so uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Holiday Quinn, the original title, uh, is directed by Kathy Yan, uh, writer is Christina Hodson, uh, starring Margot Robbie, uh, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey Smollett-Bell, Evan McGregor, and this is a movie about... Harley Quinn just after the breakup with uh, Mr. J, as she says. <laughs> Mr. J. <laughs> and uh, by the way, it's not Evan McGregor; it's Ewan McGregor. Oh, dude! Oh man! Typo! Typo! Sure, typo. Whatever, whatever. You got to blame it on Mike. You know, I mean, seriously, who needs life when you've got heroin? Yes. Oh man, that's that's great quote from. Um, Oh, I can't even think of the movie. It was way back. We watched that. The original Train Spotting. Yeah, Train Spotting. Yeah, that's what the movie that I thought really broke him out into becoming the star. Yeah, that's when it showed his range big time, and he really kind of took off after that. Anyways, enough about you and McGregor. Go ahead, Mike. Continue. <laughs> um, I I think that's pretty much it, man. I don't. It's kind of a group movie but mostly it's about harley quinn yeah i think that's maybe one of the reasons for the title change too i was expecting a lot more of the group aesthetic like avengers or suicide squad which inspired this film but honestly it's a harley quinn movie with a few other characters in it and i'm not sure how well harley quinn works as a main character especially without her squeeze the joker but 
I don't know. I I enjoyed this movie. I I didn't think it was anything special or anything incredible. There's aspects of it I really enjoyed, but overall, you know, it, it's not it's not a must see in the theaters if you ask me. Uh, there you go, Matt. Just breaking structure and recommending what to do in the very beginning. Well, since uh, we're doing that, Matt. Uh, yeah, this movie was honestly a little bit disappointing for me. I was expecting quite a bit you know it looked like it was going to be kind of a fun uh movie that just focused on harley quinn's character and some other character some other new characters and i mean i guess i kind of got that but not in a way that was as fun or functional i guess i don't know we'll get into some of this stuff a little later matt biggest problem i had with this movie though was the story exact same story exact same story that has been told a million times over. A million times over. All right, fine. Mike, you're throwing your hands in the air. You want to get the structure like you just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, okay, man. Okay, go ahead. Let, let, right. Let's talk about... The cinematography. Talk, yeah. The colors. The cinema, yeah. The sets. You know, yeah. Let's, let's talk about the special effects. What did you think? Did you... Uh, I mean, I thought all that stuff was pretty adequate and, and matched the scenes. Uh, it was good design. Set design. You know, I really liked was the color palette. I thought the color palette was amazing. It felt like Gotham. It didn't feel like New York City. It didn't feel like, you know, gritty and grimy. I mean, it was gritty and grimy, but it was very colorful at the same time, which was very reminiscent of the uh, older, like, Batman DC films that are very colorful. And I I don't want to say, like, Batman and Robin, but that's a good example. You know, I mean, the Riddler is very, very, very green. You know, stuff like that. Just lots of really good use of color in this movie. I like the dialogue that uh, Harley Quinn's character uh, had. I thought it was pretty creative and and went well with her character. I wasn't a huge fan of the narration, though. I thought that was a cop-out, how she narrated basically the entire film. I didn't like that. She did narrate a lot of the film, yeah. But then when you think about it, they're trying to put you into Harley Quinn's head, I guess it worked, but it's it's very confusing at times. Very, very confusing. The the time shifts and the jumping around and the... Oh, yeah, man. I was super lost in some parts, uh, especially in the beginning. I was like, what in the hell? Where are we? Yeah, that's part of what I really didn't like, what I really wasn't a huge fan of. I know what they were trying to do, but I don't think it worked well. You know what did work well, though, Mike? Marco Robbie jumping around and uh, scantily clad. Definitely. But the action... I thought the action was really, really good in this movie. The fight scenes were really good. They were nice and wide, and I really enjoyed ah. the fight scenes. Okay. Yeah, they didn't do any of that tight, shaky cam stuff. Not really. I don't remember any of that. No, they didn't do any like hard, rough cuts. They didn't do the shaky cam stuff. They like left it wide. That was a cool thing in it, for sure. Very reminiscent of like a John Wick-style action. You know, just wide, lets you see the whole scene, lets the, uh, if they were stunt performers, whatever, or Margot Robbie or whoever, you know, do the work and you get to see it. I mean, there was no jump cuts, no nothing. I really, I really applaud them on the uh, fighting scenes and the action scenes. I thought they were really good. Yeah, that w- that was pretty cool. Okay, Lord Structure, what's next on our structuring to be structured? <laughs> oh, man. You really, you really don't like having structure, do you? You really? No, just... I don't care. I just like giving you a hard time. Uh huh. You don't care. No, I do care. I like the structure. Okay. With the structuring. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, man. Uh, I think it's come to the point in the show where I ask you, what are you drinking? <sighs> well, Mike. Wait for it. Thanks for asking. Today, I went out and I purchased a local air. Well, not today. I didn't buy it today. I bought it over the weekend. I did not know they made this beer. I don't see a lot of these beers around, but I went to an actual nice liquor store, not Walmart, where I usually pick up my beers. But our Walmart, surprisingly, has a decent selection of craft beers. The one on 69, not the one in Presque Valley or the one in Prescott. I haven't been to those buying beer yet. But anyways... I got a brewery out of Lake Havasu. I'm sure you've heard of them, Mike, called Mud Shark Brewery. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I have heard of them. Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Uh, they like they brew a lot of their beer with solar power, which is pretty cool. That's cool. I am drinking. You know, I'm a fan of my Browns. It is known as the Scorpion Amber Ale. Ooh, that sounds fun. It doesn't taste like Scorpion. It tastes like an amber ale, but it's a pretty good amber ale. It's actually a little bit on like this, almost like the sweet side. It's almost like a like a almost a desserty kind of beer, but it's not. So, Matt, I know you've had lots of encounters with scorpions, but I didn't realize you ate them. You know, they're a delicacy in Arizona. You know, we got lots of them, especially back home. You know, my parents capture them for me and make a, a good, you know, scorpion stew. It's delightful. Mm. What? Okay, go ahead. You're itching to tell me what IPA you're drinking today. Is it a tall boy? It is a tall boy. Nice. So, uh, this is called Levitate. It is a a collaboration with uh, Green Bench Brewing and Cloudwater Brew Company. And uh, it is an IPA, triple dry hopped with Hallertal, Blanc, Citra, Belma, and Melon. It's got a lot of hops. Would you like to buy something other than hops? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I like them. I know. I know. Beer of choice. You like the bitter. How many? What's the uh, what's the bitterness on the uh, what is it? The IBU scale? Is that what they oh, call it? Uh, yeah, yeah. International bitter units. Um, I don't know if it says it on here. Uh, if you give me a second, I'll look it up. So hold on. Why don't you uh, talk about some more s- some more uh, structuring? More structuring, Matt. More structuring of the structure of the structure without the structure. Do you want me to start talking about the Oscars? Because I can sit here and talk about that all night. I mean, three and a half hours long, Mike. Three and a half hours long. Did you watch it last night or did you just go to bed? Uh, no, I, I just went to bed, man. I figured as much. Did you? So you just looked at the resor- results today. So you didn't hear Joaquin Phoenix's a m- nice, big, long speech about cows? No, no, I didn't hear. I, no, I didn't. Did you? So, Matt, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you, you stayed up and watched it. Yes, I was over at a uh, special friend's house watching it with her family. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was. We had pork tacos and drank some beers and watched the Academy Awards. Okay. We're DVRing it so we could fast through, fast forward through the commercials. I forgot how delightful DVRs are. Ah, yes, yeah. No, DVRs aren't, aren't too too bad. Uh, let's see. Oh, Matt. So I looked it up. It doesn't have an IBU score. So it's off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the highest one I've ever had is like in the nineties. What is that? Like you just take like a hop and just like eat it. Um, basically after that, my taste buds don't work anymore. Well, that sounds amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. That sounds like a great thing. It makes your water taste like hops. It's like your food is hoppy. Everything is hoppy. So it's like like getting like some of those Vinny's uh, suicidal wings. Yeah. It's just you taste nothing but fire for the rest of the week. And then, you know, you melt the porcelain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's how hops work too, right? <laughs> okay, so uh, talking about superheroes, Mike... How does Birds of Prey relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So is Porcelain Melter a superhero? I'm making it one. I think it should be one. The the fantabulous emancipation of one Porcelain Punisher. oh man that'd be awesome okay so um the cinematographer for this movie his name is matthew labatique and he was uh the director of photography on um iron man 2 nice yeah so does that mean i get to spoil it now or do i need to continue my oscars talk 
no, no, you can spoil it, Matt. We'll talk about Oscars here in just a few minutes. Woohoo! I don't know what I need to spoil. There's, I mean, the story was just, I mean, come on. Some kid steals something she shouldn't have. It's been uh, done. Yeah. It's been uh, done. Yeah. It's been no, done. No, no. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the movies we watch have have been, it's the same telling of the story, but they just, uh, man, I'm glad you brought up earlier the um, out of order, like flashbacks, flash forwards. I was pretty confused. I almost wish it would like tell you where you were, because there were scenes where I'm like, where is this at in the timeline? Because she was narrating a lot of stuff, but then she'd stop narrating. But then she'd narrate again, but it was like after your confusion. It was weird. Some of that beginning stuff. Yeah, it was very chaotic. The whole way they told the story was very chaotic. And I know that they were trying to make you feel like you were in Harley Quinn's head and how she's really just crazy and messed up and doesn't think in a straight line and she's all over the place. But I think they might have done it a little too well because you're confusing the viewer and you're frustrating the viewer and you don't want to do that because then they don't tell people that it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, that was one of my complaints. The, the other part of the story was just... It's like the acting was, was good. The action was good. It's just... The story just wasn't wasn't much there wasn't much of a protagonist it was kind of i don't know it was just it's kind of all over the place it's kind of a mess mess of a story like the movie seemed like it was complete but the story is just a mess i wasn't a huge fan of uh how they have all these characters and they're building you know the birds of prey and everything and some of them they tell you a lot of their story and other ones they tell you literally like next to nothing of their story like the character development for these new characters that they were introducing was not there. Well, a couple of them were. It, it, you're right. It, it was like pick and choose. And even some of the scenes that I think were supposed to be kind of funny didn't seem like they were really. Like some of the Rosie Perez um, cop scene stuff just didn't go very well i don't know to me fell flat yeah 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 just and then you know a really 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 incredible actress was barely in the freaking movie mary elizabeth winstead oh yeah no barely in the movie one of the most advertiser a big time in trailer though yeah one of the most badass characters not just in the movie but in the dc world i don't know much about the dc world i definitely don't know much about the birds of prey but her character is just this badass. The Huntress is just a badass, and she's just hardly in the freaking movie. And it, it was very disappointing. Black, yeah, and the- Black Canary was cool, but then when she finally reveals her power, it's literally the end of the movie. The way that they came together too, like it was, it didn't feel right. Like all. It just seemed like they should have been more teamed up earlier. And I realize it's kind of like a um, bad situation. Let's team up and then we're going to break apart kind of thing. Like, like um, we, just, we just got out of jail together. We don't like each other, but the only way we're going to make this is if we work together. But only for a few minutes. So it's like, um, I, I don't know. Um, What's that cliche that you say? Something about the thieves. Thieves have no... There's no honor among thieves? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that, I guess. So they, like, do, like, a handshake, but it's, like, with their fingers crossed behind their back kind of thing. Almost. Well, and then they start explaining how they're, like, becoming the birds of prey in, like, all these cut scenes at the end of the movie after, like, the villain's dead and everything's done they're like okay and then this is what they did with this and this is what they did with this and this is you know where renee montoya decided to retire and do this it's just why did you do it that way why not just show us those scenes instead of being narrating and then oh this is what happened it's like i don't the storytelling was just all over the place the story was all over the place the plot was just not great 
it's just the the big shining star is Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. That that was the best part of the movie. Ewan McGregor did well. He was acting the hell out of it. He clearly was having fun, but he wasn't, you know, that insane of a villain. I mean, okay, he peels people's faces off. Yeah, he's kind of not really in it that much either. No. Honestly. Like, what's his motive? Like, why? Like, he's already the crime boss. Yeah, it's just, didn't... it's it's a mess. It's a wreck. So, so Matt, well, I've got a good question for you. If if you think they straightened out how they told this, like, if they reordered these scenes, so no, nothing new added, nothing taken away, if they reordered the scenes, do you think it would be a better movie? It would help. It definitely wouldn't hurt. But the story and the plot and everything still isn't, great it's not it's not bad but it's just average it's just it's okay it is just okay the motivation for a lot of the characters is like like you said we just don't have a lot of their backstories like you get some of it but not all like it's just kind of it's all over the place some of the characters i'd like to know more about like um like the uh Chinese food guy. I mean, I guess she talked a little bit about him, but why does he know everyone? That's a good point. That, like, and that was an interesting side character. Yeah, it's a small part, but it was very interesting. It was. It was interesting. So it's like, I, I don't know. There's there were some things in there that would have been cool, but like, why is he harbor, harboring Harley Quinn? Yeah. Why? And why does he know everything about everybody? Right. It. It. There really could could have been some fun storytelling in there all right well i already spoke my piece about this mike should people go say this in the theaters no no they shouldn't unless you really want to go see margot robbie in the theater or something because uh you like her playing harley quinn no there's no reason to see this it just it didn't it's that stupid story thing it just didn't really flow well like there's it's got Good special effects. It was shot well. Pretty good acting. It's just the story. Yeah, the action was really good, but there's not enough of it to justify spending the money on a movie ticket. I I think you'll get just as much out of it at home as you would in the theater. So I you know I I just I don't think this is worth the the ticket price or the drive to go watch it. It's worth a watch down the road, but it's not a must see. It is not a must see film. Yeah, and it's interesting. I guess this got highly rated by the critics, and it's just bombing in the box office. So I guess it turns out that whatever we say doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't tell you to go see this. So uh, maybe maybe we're more in tune. I, I don't know. This seems like, it seems like this should have been a good movie and a big movie. And it's just flopping, but it doesn't surprise me after seeing it. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't that great. Well, another scene, not to get off topic real fast, but I guess I'm on topic. Another scene that I thought could have been really fun and interesting and cool was the um, roller derby scene. And it's like 20 seconds long. It's like nothing. And it all the only reason it's even in there is to build up for the very last action scene. I would have liked to have seen more of that. Like, why did she become decide roller derby? Be, yeah, to there's... beat people up? Or was she really trying to exercise and have fun or what, you know? Yeah, there's kind of this um, interesting, what, what would you say, like a sad taj, like a sad montage in in the beginning that where she's doing the roller derby and she's doing all kinds of different things and she's trying to process the breakup from Mr. J. But um, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but it, well, it's again, it's a throwaway scene. It's just there to build up for the end and it's like no sh- show us more of that show us more of her coping like the the scene where she's like sitting in her apartment and she's like pouring like half a freaking can of the cheese spray oh, in her yeah, mouth that was and awesome stuff. yeah stuff yeah, yeah. like that was great that was really cool you know she cutting her hair because she's all pissed off and she wants a change perfect great love that stuff give us some more of that stuff that was creative that was good yeah oh i i love the sandwich part um Yep, yep. The, the, oh, dude, the, that I already, was a, I already got it nominated. I'm sorry, that, I'm taking it. Uh, all right, that was a wonderful scene, 
and I like the buildup. I like all the intermixing. Like, that was really well done. That was a really cool part of the movie. It just seems like some stuff, I, I don't know. Like, that that was awesome. And the whole thing afterwards where she lost it and she almost shot herself because she lost the sandwich. Yeah. I wanted an egg sandwich. And I don't even like that style of eggs. Like scrambled. I just thought <laughs> it was done so well. And so like this has this film has really good redeeming qualities, but it's in short supply. Yeah, like like you said, Matt, there's moments. There's moments of like greatness in this movie. It just doesn't all come together. Yeah, they need to the the director needs to work on it. She she's a fairly new director. But I, I'm not saying it's she did a bad job. I think she did a adequate job. I just it's nothing spectacular, but it yeah, has moments I mean, of greatness. So, yeah, like you know, I I couldn't I couldn't you know uh, walk off the street and even know how to tackle a movie of this size. But it, it, even though you know I'm critiquing it, it's impressive that you were able to make something like that. It just the story really the whole like hinging thing of it just didn't really go together with it yeah i mean she is a fairly new director mike fairly new i mean she did a a short two short films in one in 2013 one in 2016 oh two in 2016 so three short films her other big feature was dead pigs which i think was a sundance film and then she's the director of birds of prey this big DC blockbuster. I mean, I can't imagine the pressure that she was under. And she, again, I hate to keep harping on it. She didn't do bad. She didn't do bad. It was just average. It wasn't anything over the top. And some of that might have been lack of experience. Yeah. Yeah. I I can agree with that. I mean, you know, scaling up to this size of a, a budget and a, a picture and planning out all the shots and all this different thing, it must have been just quite, quite overwhelming. So um, I think she did great. It's just, yeah, it, it's just average. It's, it's not special. Okay, so how many reels? I'm going to give this one two out of five. See, again, I'm more lenient. So I go, it's an average. So I give it an average. I give it a three out of five. You are. You are more lenient, man. I'm I'm the harsh critic. A lot of that is the moments of uh, of greatness, you know? And again, Margot Robbie did fantastic. The color palette, the action. There's a lot of really good things. But the story, we always talk about it, or at least I do. The story, man. Story, story, story. Plot, plot, plot. You can have a gorgeous beautiful giant blockbuster and if the story shit like i don't know mortal engines yeah but that wasn't like a gorgeous block i mean it had some it had a lot of effects. money in it man a lot yeah, of money yeah. in that. uh what was the movie that we just watched that was like beautiful just not good oh um six underground michael bay bay bang um Damn. we we, we <laughs> man that movie is shot action's incredible story is shit <laughs> yeah it was it was bad it was real bad but it was a bay bang so we got to give it to him he banged yeah, it no, hard. but like but it was like it was uh i mean acting was oh, okay I, I wouldn't say the acting was the best in that movie but man was the was that a beautifully wonderfully shot movie with some really cool special effects and a terrible story. With incredible action. <laughs> yeah. Incredible action. Okay, since we're already off topic, Mike, let's continue the off topic. Let's talk about the Oscars last night. I know you did not watch them, but you looked up the winners. You need to go back and watch Joaquin Phoenix's uh, speech, though. It was okay. uh, very Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> was, it, oh, was it very odd? <laughs> yep, it was very Joaquin Phoenix. But uh, right, I, all right. uh, we'll start with him acting a leading role. I'm happy he won. I was very happy about that. I predicted that. I wanted to, him to win. There was a lot of good nominations in there. Jonathan Price sticks out from the two popes. That he did great. But Joaquin Phoenix won it. Woo! Yeah, no, he killed it. Uh, Joker was amazing. You know what I didn't know either? First Academy Award he's ever won. Now, has he been nominated been for nominated. other stuff? Yep. He was nominated. Was for, he nominated for science? 
no, he was nominated for uh, Gladiator. Oh, uh, yeah. Walk the Line and something else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was nominated four times as his first win. Another one that shocked the shit out of me, actor in supporting role, Brad Pitt. He's never won before for acting. Brad Pitt has never won for acting. But he's been nominated for like 12 Monkeys and He's uh, been nominated for a bunch of stuff, but he's never won in acting. He, I think he has some producer credits, some other credits, but he's never won an act, uh, Oscar for acting. That just blows my freaking mind. How the hell has he not won by now? I don't get that. And he was up against some insane competition, dude. Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. I mean, that's a that's a loaded category, dude. Loaded. Yeah, no. Uh, he killed it in his role. I loved his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a great movie that's not really about anything, but I loved it. Yeah. I... I I think he did better than Leo. Now, one that is that is missing from the list of best actors, Adam Sandler. Adam oh, Sandler yeah, should have been man. nominated, dude. He was incredible. He was incredible. I I don't know. Do they do they not like him? Like what? Uh, yeah, do yeah. They... That's basically what it is. The Academy just doesn't like him because he does all these quirky, raunchy, horrible comedies. That's he does, blatantly what he does it is. do a lot of. Oh, you know what, uh, Matt? Th- this is interesting. I just read this the other day. Uh, Netflix signed Adam Sandler for another four movie deal. Oh yeah, because his movies are streamed so much, they're huge for Netflix. Yeah, but didn't you hear about his interview on Howard Stern? No, I don't think I did. Okay, before the nominations came out, before the nominations, Adam Sandler said. On Howard Stern, he was just joking. A lot of people think he was being serious. Now it comes off as fucking serious. But he was just joking when he was on Howard Stern that if I don't get at least nominated for Uncut Gems, I am going to purposely make the shittiest damn movie I can just to piss everyone off. And literally, like, after the nominations came out, he signs that deal with Netflix and everybody's like, oh shit, he was not joking. <laughs> yeah so he's got his second um deal of four movies i don't know man i think those deals are really lucrative um all of them were pretty terrible that came out i haven't the watched mis- them the, I, I, the murder I mystery Mi- murder mystery was okay but like there's this one that's like six indians or something oh it's bad the western one was so bad that was his first one i was like oh this is so bad it was so just racist yeah. and bad story and bad everything i was like oh i can't i'm not gonna watch any more of these i'm done uh yeah me and the wife watched the murder mystery one with jennifer anderson because uh we've liked some of the other adam stanler movies with jennifer anderson and uh it was okay um it wasn't it wasn't as terrible as a lot of them it wasn't like zohan or whatever but um yeah that was a pretty bad movie don't mess with the zohan yeah yeah all right so let's let's keep rolling here actress and actress in a lead role did you ever see judy no i didn't see judy neither did i my parents saw it because my parents were big fans of judy garland they actually saw it like the weekend it came out and they were they were both not impressed with her portrayal of judy they thought it was not accurate and things like that but again you know it was she won the acting was clearly good so i didn't see bomb i didn't see bombshell which Charlize theron was nominated for i did see little women i did see marriage story and i did see harriet i i think uh cynthia erivo in harriet was very good but you know i'm not disappointed with renee zellweger winning i don't think anyone else was super standout you know so uh okay actress in a supporting role laura dern for marriage story she did fine did did Renee Zellweger win for that um, Show Me the Money um, movie like way back? Uh, I don't know. I I would have. Um, I would assume or the, so. There was there was some other movie like Mountain, some some mountain movie. I don't know. You can. Uh, I'll look. You yeah, can yeah, look. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, Jerry Maguire, Mike. Yes, Jerry Maguire. Yes, Show Me the Money. So I'll just go through the other ones quick a little bit here. Uh, actress in a supporting role. 
Laura Dern, uh, Kathy Bates, ScarJo, uh, Florence Pugh, Margot Robbie were all nominated. I would have liked to have seen Scar ScarJo win for Jojo Rabbit because I thought she did a stellar job in Jojo Rabbit. But I also think she did a great job in Marriage Story as well. But I believe she has a couple Oscars, at least one, I believe. Doesn't Who, she? ScarJo. ScarJo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she won for um, way back. Yeah. Oh, uh, was it Lost in Translation? I think she won for that. Yeah. yeah. So um, she has won. So I'm not upset about it. But I thought she did a fantastic job in Jojo Rabbit. I'm not sure if you've seen that yet, but that's a great movie. No, I, w- I want to see that one. Uh, Matt uh, Renee Zellweger, just circle back, also has an Oscar win for Cold Mountain, which I remembered. That's from 2003. Okay. Yeah, I never saw that one. It's okay. It's depressing. Yeah. Sounds like a depressing movie. All right, animated feature film. I didn't, you know, I was going through our list of reviews because our Poindexter Awards are coming up. We didn't watch any animated films this year, Mike. Not one. We didn't even go to Toy Story 4. Oh, man. But Toy Story 4 won. Uh, again, I didn't see any of them. I, I didn't, I've, I haven't seen any of the Toy Stories. I've seen parts of them. Uh, I'm not going to start with the fourth one because I won't get it. How to Train Your Dragon, I didn't see the see that, but I heard the, the flying scenes in that were amazing. I Lost My Body, I don't know what that is. Klaus, that's a Netflix one, I heard that was pretty good. Missing Link, I heard was pretty good. Uh, cinematography, Roger Deakins, winning for 1917. I predicted that, I'm very happy he won. Uh, he was phenomenal. I don't even know why some of the other ones were nominated. Uh, Irishman was fine. The cinematography isn't anything special. Joker was. Lighthouse was. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was. So I understand those. Costume design. I called that one too. Little Women. Fantastic costumes in that. Um, Nice. Directing. Bong Joon-ho, man. Parasite. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. What do you think? I think it should have been Sam Mendes. Or or, or or Quentin Tarantino. He's never won. I don't know. Um, I feel like they're just going to give Quentin Tarantino the cold shoulder. Yeah, they don't like um, him. The Academy hates no, him. No, no, I don't think they like him. He's too outspoken. Um, the uh, Yeah, but politics never plays into Oh, the, never. This. Of course not. Never. No, no, no. no uh-uh. No. Never. Uh-uh. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Parasite was a great movie. It's a very awesome movie. I was not expecting it to win Best Picture. Like, nope, neither not was at I. all, man. Like, not at all. I, I um, wanted it to, but I was not expecting it. I was not. I was pulling more for 1917. I really wanted to see 1917. But I predicted Joker or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But then I forget that everyone hates Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, documentary feature, American Factory. Uh, that's the Obama backed produced yeah i watched watched it man that was crazy it was very good it was very very good i think that was well deserved even though it had a big name behind it i still think it was very well deserved that was a great film uh we'll skip short subject i didn't you know see any of those film editing ford versus ferrari sure that, that movie was great i enjoyed that one international feature film i thought for sure definitely parasite in there and they were gonna skip director and best picture but again they set us down. I mean, think about it, Mike. Joker, most nominations this year, 11. It won hardly anything. Hardly anything. It got Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. No, that's crazy. And it got original score, which I agree with. That was good. But again, you know, Marriage Story, 1917, Star Wars. I mean, John Williams. But John Williams has won so much. Yeah. Best original song, you know, going to Elton John perfect i'm disappointed rocket man wasn't nominated for more especially uh taron edgerton i think he should have been nominated i thought he was really good really he really was good. really good he, he was really good i mean unlike that one you know the bohemian rhapsody he sang all of his songs it was not a recording it was him i mean it was probably a recording of him but it was him it wasn't someone else uh yeah production design once upon a time in hollywood sure that's cool uh yeah. Animated short film, didn't watch any of those. Uh, short film, live action, didn't watch any of those. Sound editing, Ford versus Ferrari. I definitely agree with that. I thought that was great. Yeah, the sound editing was cool. Very, very good on that film. Uh, sound mixing, 1917. Sure. I'm not going to hate on that. 
visual effects, 1917, definitely. I would have loved to have seen Avengers Endgame win, though, because Avengers Endgame or Rise of, Sky, Rise of Skywalker, both of those, the CGI, the effects were out of this world. Not so much with 1917. I mean, there's a lot in it, but not like, you know, having to create all of space. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I feel like they just, they won't give a comic book movie or, or Star Wars, like, they're just not going to do it. Nope. Because there's no politics, though. It's all good. Adapted screenplay, Jojo Rabbit. Definitely agree with that. Original screenplay, Parasite. Sure. Let's go with that. And that's all of them real fast. So biggest snubs, man. Biggest snubs for me. Adam Sandler not being nominated. That's the biggest one for me, man. There's a lot. Rocket Man, I think, should have had some more nominations in there. Uh, Us. Us was fantastic. I really like that movie. Lupita Nyong'o was incredible. She got snubbed. Yeah, but they they it's yeah, it's, it's a horror, it's a horror movie, movie. Man. I know. I know, but still. I mean, us was not not us um his other one, um Get Out nominated for stuff. It was, but I think that was cuz that was his first I I don't know. I don't know why, but you're right. Get Out was nominated. All right, Mike. So what do you think? What's your take on all this? I don't know, man. It seems like 1917 got rocked. I mean, er- everything pretty much got snubbed really it's very strange to me that only a few of the things that we would have thought would win did and i mean there were most of these actors and actresses and the movies are all really good but it's it is quite shocking that um parasite won uh best picture man to me it's just like whoa like foreign movie like wow it won both man you know one in both foreign film and best picture and best director. I mean, that's I just, know. Yeah, wow. that's just like, yeah, like it just, whoo, man, that, that poor director, he's, it's only, only way, but down. Do you think the Academy Awards are just becoming irrelevant, like irrelevant? I don't know, man. It's definitely been odd these last few years, uh, especially when the, um, the green, the green creature won. Yeah. Oh Yeah uh i was like the, what the water monster yeah yeah it, like uh it was okay um it was not the movie of the year for me no like but i feel like the three billboards should have won that year i agree and they didn't do it because it was political charge there was a uh, some kind of controversy right with um i don't know a couple things i think so it was like man i don't know i Things are so jaded. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I, since you didn't watch them, I'll talk about the ceremony itself. It, it wasn't bad. It's too long. They introduced people like three times. You can really get away from that. I, I, I like how they have a lot of the songs from the films in the production. I like that. I wouldn't mind having a host back. It wasn't bad without a host again because they didn't do one last year. But you could tell the people like Chris Rock and um, Steve Martin did a bit, and they were like one of the first bits, and they both have hosted the Oscars. And I was sitting there watching that bit, and I'm like, see, this is why we need hosts, people like this, because they're just hilarious. Where you had some presenters that are trying to get political, you had some, you know, trying to be funny, and it fails really bad. It's like, no, maybe bring back a host. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, that, that that seems like so. Now it's just the award people come up and they're kind of the host, right? And so they get yeah. a second to talk because there's right. They tell a little. There's bit no of a, host. Yeah, they tell a little bit yeah. of a joke and a little bit of a bit, and uh, then they roll in. So yeah, so like uh, Chris Rock and uh, um, Steve Martin. I don't remember what awards they presented, but they did like a three or four minute like little bit, and it was politically charged and among other things a little bit but it was funny and it was good and then they went into their presentation they did another joke and then they went into the second award presentation and then they move on to the next thing either they cut to commercial or they do a musical act and yeah they just have a lot of different people doing the hosting basically and some of it works really well and some of it just falls flat yeah i mean i i I think some people's personalities and stuff like in their humor isn't always going to translate and like a host would or a would try and make jokes that are more 
generally targeted, I guess. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the people that are, are stars kind of live in a, a somewhat jaded, different world than us. So, oh, Of course they do. They're not... They, their humor, things that would make them laugh, we would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they live in a completely different plane of existence than your average person. And that's one of the problems when they have these speeches and they start trying to tell us how to live. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to pay my rent. Fine. Yes, I'm concerned about this or I'm concerned about that, but I'm just trying to pay my rent. I will think about that later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right, Mike. Well, so what are we doing for next week? Are we going to do the awards next week? Are we going to do uh, a tributary? Are we going to go see a movie in the theaters? Because there's only one movie in the theaters that even slightly spikes my interest. Is 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 there anything new coming out, Matt? And is it is is it the right week? Yes. The only okay. one that spikes my interest that's coming out is Downhill. Will Ferrell, Julia Louis Louis Dreyfus. I don't even know if I know that one. It's uh looks like a comedy slash drama slash kind of love story ish thing. It looks interesting. Okay. Looks interesting. But the critics are the critics are tearing it apart though. So Well, then that means we'll love it. <laughs> um <laughs> True. Probably true. The, uh, um I don't know. Uh, Netflix is cranking out stuff like crazy. Um, maybe we could do like a late tributary, like just a uh, a, a five or a ten minute tributary uh, from something on Netflix or Amazon or one of the streaming services, and then go hardcore into the uh, Poindexter Awards. Okay, let's do that. Okay, I don't, I don't know what the movie. I don't have anything picked out. Or, but. I mean, we can do a tributary for next week because I thought I was going to be off on radio, but they want me to come in on Tuesday because they're off for President's Day, so the oh, yeah. radio shut down. But they're like, if you want to come in on Tuesday, so if at least I have something to talk about, and then I could tease our awards a little bit on magic, which uh, my interview from this morning will be at the end of this podcast. Excellent, man. Excellent. Where I talked about the Oscars there too. <laughs> awesome double Oscar it. Is that like uh, double, double the Grouch? Yeah, something like that. Come on, Oscar the Grouch. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, I, I, I actually I know, didn't tired. get that. I know you're tired. You're tired, right, Mike. Yeah, I know it was yeah. a Sesame Street joke. I know it was bad. I'm sorry. I apologize for that one. All right. All right. Well, you got anything else? Um, no, no, I don't have anything else. Um, I think I've talked way freaking too much. So, uh, yeah, if you got something else, go for it. No, I, I don't think I have anything else. I, I think we're going to be entering somewhat of a slower season now that the awards have kind of been awarded. And um, hopefully we'll get some good shining stars. Like, we've had a few. We've had a few. Bad Boys for Life. I really like that movie. Um, so, you never know. Maybe some good stuff will come out. And uh, anyway, uh, just keep listening to Real Film Nerds and catch us out on the socials, uh, the Twitter, the Facebook, the Grams, Instas. And uh, you forgot. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I was waiting for you because you were staring at me very intently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay, here. Hold on. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening uh, Matt has his hands covering his eyes alright uh, thanks everybody for listening and uh, catch us on the next pod thank you for listening to the Real Film Nerds now don't forget to follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Real Film Nerds now go out and catch a movie Joining me in studio now on Magic 99.1, it's Matt Henshaw from the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good morning. Hi, Eliza. I know you watched the Oscars last night because you're a movie buff. Of course I watched the yeah. Oscars. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, did yeah. I not? Right. All three and a half hours like All I did? All three and a half plus hours, <laughs> yep. Tell me, don't you think that... Okay, they waste so much time with having somebody introduce somebody that introduces the nominees and the winner. I mean, that's stupid, first of all. And second of all, all the walking. Why do they have to show the people walking? Why can't they just be there ready to go?
I guess walking is a new thing they discovered. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Anyway, those, I, are, those are the things that annoyed me. One I'm not a huge fan of is how they do, they did like the uh, introductions mm-hmm. and then they're like, here's the movie, here's the people in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, all right, and here are our nominees. Yeah. You mean the people you just, just showed, showed us. It, they waste so much time. Just, yeah, they yeah. waste a lot of time. I know they're trying to bring in revenue from the ads. I get it. It's all about money. But for us viewers, it's so annoying. Anyway. Okay, so what did you think of uh, Best Picture? Shocking. You were. Sh- I knew it. I knew you'd be shocked. I I was pulling for 1917, but I wanted Parasite to win. I just thought there was no way it was going to win. Really? And so it did, and I was shocked. I was right. like, wow. Well, the well, goal- and it just was that. I mean, they got. Four? They got four. Four awards. Mm-hmm. They sure did. You know, foreign film, sure. I expected that. Right. But best director? Right. Nope. I didn't nope. see that one. Well, didn't Sean Mendes, or Sam, Sam Mendes, Mendes yeah. get best director, and didn't 1917 get best picture at the Golden Globes? I think so, And yeah. that's usually a pre- yeah. precursor for what's going to happen at Typically, the Oscars. Typically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not last night. Okay, mm-hmm. so you did see Parasite. Do you recommend it? Oh, yeah. I love Parasite. Did we Parasite. talk about it on the show? Yeah, I we remember. did. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Okay. Um, and... That's one of the things I was going to say after I talked about Birds of Prey. Yeah. Uh, Harkins <laughs> is going to have all the Best Picture nominees in the theaters for two more weeks. Okay. And then they're going to pull them out. So if you want to go see any of them, in the now theater. is the time. Yeah. Okay. Very and good. And I do say go check out Parasite. I really liked Parasite. But again, subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. Okay. You don't want to read, don't go. Right. Okay. Fair enough. But I liked it. I thought it was a phenomenal film. I'm going to see it for sure. So you did see Birds of Prey. This weekend. Yes, ma'am. The new, what's it called? Har- Harley Quinn movie? Harley Quinn movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? It was okay. Just okay. It was just okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why I didn't do so hot at the box office. Harley Quinn is a side character. She is the main character in this film. I'm not sure if it works super well. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is the shining star of that film. Sure. Not a huge fan of this story. It's been done a million times over. Not a fan of how they told it. Mm-hmm. The color palette was fantastic. It's very colorful, much like Suicide Squad and other films like that. Just very bright, vibrant colors. Right. And one that kind of shocked me yeah. was the action. Oh. The action was amazing. Oh, that's good. They shot it really wide. You get to see everything that's going on. The action was phenomenal. All right. But I still say it is not a must-see in the theaters. If you want to see something, go see one of the nominations, because okay. they were all fantastic films this okay, year. Okay, very good. How many reels you giving it? I give it... Just an average three out of five. Three out of five. Which right. might be being kind, but Margot Robbie is a fantastic actress. Yes, yes, she certainly is. She made that film. All right, very good. Thank you, Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast. Check it out this morning on Magic. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Lisa. You're welcome.